Welcome to the WRSU Crew, the revolutionary show to hear all things sports, from your very own Rutgers Athletics to the hot topics in all professional and collegiate sports from around the globe. Coming to you from your own Rutgers students. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. It's been a whirlwind weekend in Rutgers men's basketball, ranked for the first time since 2021 landing a five-star recruit and avenging their loss to Ohio State with an overtime victory at Jersey Mike's Arena. Welcome to the first WRSU crew of the spring semester, and we have a lot to get to. Dennis Geisler, oh man, Jake Meistel, (laughs) Christian Vasquez, and Josh Myers with me today. Guys, uh, what do you want to get to first? It is a lot to talk about. Basketball. I, yeah, I figured basketball. <laughs> I figured basketball, Christian. <laughs> how, how about we start off with the news that just happened today? Rutgers ranked for the first time since 2021, February 2021. They are ranked 23rd in the nation by the Associated Press. That's, that's pretty big, guys. It's the, fourth, it's the third time they've been ranked in four, four seasons. I'm going to make an interesting case. I'm kind of surprised they weren't ranked before now. I I think Mm -hmm. on some intellectual level, I do understand how the AP pollsters looked at it. Because I kind of thought this before, and then I looked at it and I said, okay, yeah, if you just look at like 13 and 5 as the win-loss record, there are only, I think, two teams with fewer wins than that and two teams with the same number of wins and the whole top 25 and then Rutgers is tied with two other teams for the most losses but at the same time I would expect the advanced analytics that have loved Rutgers for weeks and have thought they were a top 20 team top 15 team now top 10 team well Bart Torvik says top 10 team and I think that's probably where it's going to cut off for a little bit but regardless um, I feel like the advanced analytics that have thought this team was clearly top 25 for weeks would be harder to budge than the AP pollsters who I feel like would be easier to sway with things like they were injured against Temple they were injured against Miami they should have beaten Ohio State on paper They had they should have had an additional chance against Seton Hall. So I'm kind of surprised that it took this long, but it's clearly deserved, I believe. <laughs> I think I, we all believe. I think we probably would have seen them ranked after last after last weekend had they not lost at home to Iowa. I mean that's not that's not a terrible loss losing to Iowa, but it it is still a loss at home and in an arena where they are expected to be dominant. I mean, Jersey Mike's Arena is heralded as one of the toughest places to play in all of college basketball. So I, I do think that probably hurt their chances of getting ranked a little bit sooner. Other than that, why weren't they ranked even earlier than that? It's probably just because of those fluky losses to Ohio State and Seton Hall and you know, those early season losses where they were injured. It's not necessarily fair. It's not necessarily analytics-based. Oh, yeah, but and that's kind of the thing is that I feel like... I I feel like an algorithm would not know how the Ohio State game ended. It shouldn't yeah, know. it shouldn't know. But a real person would be able to look at that and say, Rutgers should have had... should have only one loss in the Big Ten right now. They should be fourteen and four, 
yeah. they can read the press release. <laughs> right. No. And, and... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just a weird thing to me. And I guess like I'm not mad. Rutgers will be as ranked as high as they deserve by the end of this season. But it, it's just a very strange fact to me that it's taken this long. I really would have expected, even with the loss to uh, Iowa, yeah. that they would have been ranked last week. No, and that's what I said too. I mean, after after Ohio State. That was a win. It's not going to show up in the, in the. It wasn't going to show up in the records. But mm-hmm. that was a win. And I feel like AP pollers. I maybe they weren't even watching the game and they they didn't even know what the controversy that had happened. I mean, they must have not read. Like the Big Ten released a press release. I know. They put it, out a press release know, that's for the media to read. Right, but but maybe I don't know. Maybe some of them are just looking at the records. They see a loss and they don't know what actually happened. Rutgers again again in that game in Ohio State. Rutgers played a lot better, and uh, a lot better than. Uh, Rutgers played a lot better against Ohio State, and it was definitely shown we that that was a win. It really was a mm. win, and um, unfortunately, like I like we said, there was controversy. A lot of stuff happened, but um, I mean, now we're ranked, so I think passes in the past number twenty three. I think that's huge. Very exciting times for sure. Yeah, you only go up from here. Yeah, definitely. One you know, thing I want to mention that I think is interesting is Rutgers is one of only two Big Ten teams that are ranked right now, the other one obviously being Purdue, who has still only one loss on the season. Gosh, I wonder who (laughs) could have beaten them. Um, (laughs) So I I think it says a lot. There's a lot of respect there to what Rutgers has done this season, having them be the only other Big Ten team that's ranked right now. I'm not sure it'll necessarily stay that way. Michigan State's pretty good. They tend to get ranked at least once or twice during the year. And with the way that teams like Northwestern and Iowa have been playing, there's always a chance that they could sneak up there if they go on a good run. But it it says a lot that... it, it it tell what it tells you is that Rutgers win over Purdue means a lot to the Associated Press and everyone who is watching college basketball. It's gonna mean a lot when it comes time for NCAA tournament selection. The fact that they are the only team that has downed Purdue this season and they won't have a chance to lose to them this season either mm-hmm. unless they meet in the Big Ten tournament. So that's huge. That, yeah. I mean that's a big that, that win just gets bigger and bigger on their resume every single week. Yeah, I mean, I, I think thing number one, I don't expect it to stay as just Purdue and Rutgers ranked as Big Ten teams. But you do have to remember, Rutgers is second in the Big Ten right now, straight up, after Purdue. Uh, and frankly, if you want to play that card, Rutgers should be 6-1 and one, just like Purdue and hold the tiebreaker. So Rutgers really should be first in the Big Ten right now if the Big Ten decided to actually go back and change that Ohio State uh, result like they probably could. I, I don't see any reason why they can't. They can. should have. They really should have. <laughs> I mean, they admitted that the result I mean, was wrong, but regardless, yeah, regardless, regardless you know, we'll, past, we'll move past, past that. We beat but, Ohio State, yeah. and we got our revenge. Yeah, yeah. but, but so still, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is that I think Purdue and Rutgers are, at this point, clearly the two best teams in the Big Ten. Uh, I don't think that's too ridiculous to say. And other Big Ten teams have played well. Uh, Michigan, I think, is an underrated one where they're on the rise, especially in these conference games. Uh, Penn State is a really good team that I think is really underrated. But Rutgers will have the chance. We'll, we'll, We'll get a crack at all of these teams in the near future. I mean, 
just looking at the upcoming slate. I don't want to get too much into the upcoming slate already. But ne- looking, next up is Michigan State. On <laughs> next day. up is Michigan State on the road, then Penn State at home, then Iowa on the road. All three of those are tough games. Penn State is only, I think, barely out of quad one, I believe, uh, for that. For, for, for that. And then, uh, Obviously, road matchups against Michigan State and Iowa are both big. So Rutgers has a lot of chances upcoming to really, really push themselves as one of the top teams in the country. But at the same time, it's really easy to stumble in the Big Ten, especially in these road games. But I guess that's my other point I wanted to make. And I guess that ties us back into the game that happened yesterday where Rutgers won 68-64 in overtime against Ohio State at home. We never actually said that out loud. But... uh, (laughs) It ties into what happened yesterday, which is that Rutgers, and this may be a a controversial thing to say perhaps, but Rutgers is not playing as well at home as they have in previous years, but in return, they are playing really, really well on the road to the point where, on paper, I do not see a strong difference between their results on the road and at home i think they're playing very similarly at both environments yeah that's fair to say for sure in past years they've been oh they can't win on the road Pico mm-hmm. teams can't win on the road now yeah. they're doing that and at home they're having some you know tough games they lost to iowa at home had the stinker against seton hall mm-hmm. you know yesterday both teams had a horrible first half shooting i think it was 28 and 29 percent in the first half at the end so you know the bad first half at home which you know usually doesn't happen you know it kicked it up in the second half but like you said it it switched around Mm -hmm. and and that's i i think that to, to turn it around obviously it's really good to dominate your home court but at the same time rutgers has let's count it out one two three four five six home games left this season period yeah they don't play the Big Ten tournament at home. They don't play the NCAA tournament at home. They play those on neutral court. That's not away, but it's not at home. And it's not dominated by their home crowd, and it's not going to be at Jersey Mike's Arena. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm I'm sure Rutgers fans will travel for this team uh, if and when they make it into the NCAA tournament. But at the same time, it's not, it's not going to be Jersey Mike's Arena. It's not going to be the rack. And I prefer, and I think that, the committee especially, and this was something that was an issue all the way back in my freshman year, 2019-2020, which was they were 19-1 and at home and couldn't really do anything on the road or in neutral sites, including MSG. And so the question was, can this team actually do anything if they leave the rack? And why would we put them in the NCAA tournament if they can't do anything out of their home environment and they won't be at their home environment? Yeah. Um, so that was like the big floating question before everything shut down due to COVID. And now we are finding out that it does not matter for this team at all uh, this year, many years later. And this team is clearly a top team in the nation no matter where they play which is really really huge yeah it is i mean we saw glimpses of it early in the season when they went to miami had a 10 point lead obviously they blew that lead and you start to say oh same old road records but it it was a different i kind of got the sense that it was a different feel this year with how they were going to be playing on the road and then obviously going into Mackey arena and beating the number one team in a dogfight that's that's no easy feat then they went on the road to i mean they went on the road to ohio state and 
they should have won there. They had a really good shot. But we'll say they did win, and that's what I think is interesting yeah. as well. They won it's at like Northwestern. Can... That was a tough environment. I mean, they they mm-hmm. put together some quality wins, and that's going to look a lot better. I mean, we've seen them get into the tournament the past two years, but those were kind of low seeds, you know, 10, yeah. 11 mm-hmm. play-in. If they keep up this track record, not only will they have a better overall record on the season, but they're going to be seeded higher in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess uh, thing number one I'll say, the Ohio State comparison is very interesting because they went to overtime against Ohio State when they played them at home, and in terms of what actually should have happened, they won 66-64. They won by two points in regulation mm-hmm. when they played on the road. Over a month separated the two games. Plenty of weird things happened in both games. So can't really draw it one-to-one, but two points better on the road than at home against the same team. Uh, and then the other thing I will say, yeah, you're absolutely right. Road games do look way better come NCAA tournament time. Even just the net prefers road games way more uh the net uh if if you look to if you look a lot at the quadrants for the net the the quads it's really hard for you to play a quad one game at home unless it's against one of the top top teams in the country it's pretty easy to play a quad one game on the road most of rutgers road games will be quad one for the rest of the season the only exception i think is minnesota I think all the other road games they play for the rest of the season are quad one, regardless of the level of these opponents. And on the other hand, I don't know if they have any more quad one home games. No, they don't. Not None right now on the record. So that's kind of the important <laughs> point of it is that I mean, but as the- much as you need to, not to cut you off, as much as you need to protect your home court, you also do need to go out and get wins on the road, and the fact that they're capable of doing that is huge. Right, and I mean, with the way they've been playing, they're not going to be quad one home games. They're going to be a quad one road opponent at yeah. this rate. Yeah, so. exactly. I was actually I was thinking about something like this the other day, or kind of similar to it, but um, just how impressive that road win against Purdue was. I, I, I feel like that, that win, I, I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like mm-hmm. that win against Purdue in Mackey Arena, uh, in per- in Indiana, Purdue, whatever, I feel like that one was more impressive than the buzzer, than the Ron Harbor buzzer beater. Because I feel like just winning, winning on, winning against the number one team on the road, like that's that's unreal. Yeah. I feel like that's so hard, and and Rutgers did it. And you're, com- you're coming into a year where you lost your top two scorers, and even before that game, people still doubted Cam yeah. Spencer. At this point, there's no, no doubt. doubt the kid's he almost, a, he's a bucket now. He almost, We've been seeing that. He almost ended it. He almost had another cannonball. My, yeah, my heart <laughs> almost flew He almost had another chest. cannonball at the end of the game yesterday against o- it against hit the Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Back of the rim. I, instead, was, we, instead, we got to see Mawat Magic. I was, in, <laughs> I was in the student section. You could hear a pin drop that final shot. I think everyone's yeah. heart was in their chest, like waiting to like explode. Mm-hmm. And it would have been so fitting because, like, like Ohio State technically did get a buzzer beater against us a couple, a couple or two months ago, uh, technically. So it would have been really cool to to walk to get a walk off win on a buzzer beater. But I mean, yeah, like you said, we got to see Moat Magic, so that that was very <laughs> sweet too. That's an upcoming hotkey, by the way. Yeah, we gotta. We'll, we'll, we'll be sure to have that. <laughs> There's surely a lot of hotkeys that have to be made. Oh, absolutely. From over break. 
For now, for now, all we have is uh, is is Dennis's hockey from the Indiana game, which is still great. It's <laughs> still great, and I yeah. still like to play it whenever whenever an in, a a sports team from Indiana is involved in conversation. But That's good. <laughs> we'll have to talk about the Pacers later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. For now, let's get to the other bit of Rutgers news. They landed a five star basketball recruit today. I mean, that's crazy. It's actually it's unreal how awesome that day was yesterday, like that huge win against Ohio State. I mean, I guess the last twenty four hours have been unreal for us. Mm-hmm. The win against Ohio State, landing Ace Bailey, and um, getting ranked number twenty three. I mean, I like this is unreal how like great this news has been. Yeah, I and it, it always seems to come packaged together. Like there's a big commit and a it big comes win, in threes. And a bunch of stuff coming comes together in uh, to. Specify, I guess, about this player. Uh, Ace Bailey, the 6'10", 185 small forward out of Powder Springs, Georgia, committed to Rutgers. He had interest. I think he had a offer. From Kentucky. He had an offer from Kentucky. Mm -hmm. I believe he had an offer from Kansas as well. Which which is crazy, managing to nab a five-star recruit away from Blue Bloods. And obviously he was from... And obviously he's from the South as well. So he got an offer from Kentucky. He got an offer from Auburn. Uh, Georgia and Georgia Tech, a bunch of other places. He got offer from Oregon, Tennessee, Texas, and yeah. he chose Rutgers. <laughs> he chose yeah. Rutgers. He's he was number, there at Jersey Mike's Arena yesterday. Recruit. He saw that in the highest recruit by far they've ever had. I think well, he's point yeah. nine nine six seven and whatever, however they call it. It's like, like yeah. nearly perfect. comically good. Yeah, yeah point, point nine nine six seven. You're absolutely right in the twenty four seven composite. I saw his highlight tip like last night because yeah. it came into mm-hmm. my circulate last night after he committed and I'm, this kid's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Did you see the video with the um the crazy dunk? He like drives into the lane yeah. and has this monster mm-hmm. dunk. And like, I nasty. unreal. I do have nasty. to express this again. He plays small forward and he is six ten. Yeah, he's that a is, monster. <laughs> large for NBA players. Now, now, how tall is Cliff Amore again? Cliff Amore is what six eleven. I thought he's like, six he's eleven like, seven. He's like nine, and he's a yeah. center. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Six eleven seven feet. I thought I thought foot. Cliff was nine three. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's nine three standing next to me. He's, so. he's not as tall as Zach Eady. <laughs> Dude, I don't even think he's like. I think if you like put me on top of you, or like on top of your head, like, <laughs> like I, I don't like think. Two I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know. Gosh, how tall if I was are standing you? on top of your head, I don't even think we would be taller than Cliff Amore. <laughs> I don't know. I I I I got a chance to stand directly next to Luke Nathan last year, who's the same height. And uh, Eddie and I. Yeah, took no, the, I think that that checks out. Eddie and I took the elevator with Cliff, and he just you were just like, <laughs> I was wearing a hat, and I had to look up to see his head. I was like, good grief! It was him and Moa actually on the thing. But uh, the Huge Ace Bailey news. is joining the 2024 class. He's a 2024 uh, commit. Uh, he joins Delquan Warren, who already committed to the Scarlet Knights, a four-star recruit. And between the two of them, that puts Rutgers as the third best recruiting class right mm-hmm. now for 2024 in it's, the nation. With the, pro- so with, with the possible prospect of Dylan Harper joining that class. Yeah, we are still waiting on Dylan Harper. How can, how can Dylan Harper not The fact not that join? The, there could be two <laughs> well, stars, and Harper recently, his like recent games, they're even putting him up further in the rankings. He has mm-hmm. been playing really well. He's ridiculously good, right yeah. Now, Josh, I know you're going to ask how – you're probably going to ask, how, how is he not decided? How is the... he not decided? Come to Rutgers. Well, saying, well I, can tell you, I can tell you how. If he, he was hasn't. at that game last night, that would have been I can tell you how he thing. hasn't decided yet. It's it's entirely possible that 
he doesn't really want to play in the shadow of his older brother. Oh, because, he's better than I mean, his older brother. His, his older brother was a star at Rutgers. And while he might be better on paper, you know, it those are high. It's pressure. It, Rutgers is going to have higher expectations of him than any other school. So Yeah, especially if he's such a – He well, might not want Already that a top five if, star coming in. <laughs> well, he, if he, <laughs> if one he, of his top offers is Duke. So, you know, if you go to Duke, mm-hmm. all that pressure is on you, especially being a five-star. Yeah. It's like you're, they're expecting you to be a, a AP and All-American every single they're, time they're you They're expecting you to be well, an NBA even more than that, they're <laughs> expecting to win an ACC title, win a national title. Like yeah. right now, like – I don't think we've all come to terms with the fact that, like, I would say if you, like, if you asked me what are the chances of Rutgers making the Sweet 16 right now, it's probably about a coin flip. It is about a coin Legitimately. flip. Legitimately. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's projecting fair. down the line is difficult, but it is probably at least a coin As of flip now. right what, now yeah. for Rutgers making the Sweet 16. Do you know how long it's been since Rutgers has made the Sweet 16? Long, long time. It's been a long, long time. Um, I don't know how long it's been. <laughs> I I, th- I think the answer is upwards of. I mean, it's obviously upwards of thirty years. Yeah. Um, but I th- I think I think it's just a bit more than that. Yeah. Uh. And I mean, obviously, Rutgers having two five stars on one team. Surprisingly, Dylan Harper is actually lower rated than Ace is Bailey wow. right now. What is he at? Like ten? Uh, he's at eight. Eight. Yeah, Ace Bailey's at six. Ace Dylan Harper's at eight. Um. Either way, both really really good players. Both would be insane. Um. But even with two five stars on this team, it's a top I ten recruiting think, class. No matter what else you get, yeah, I, I still think well that. But also, I still think that the expectations would not necessarily be like a national championship yeah. for Rutgers. It would be Big Ten title, potentially a Big Ten title, and competing upwards in the Big Ten. Yeah, but man, whoa! That, and imagine that, that be, team. That would be the, a time. Imagine that team, like if they were all to come in freshman year. Mm-hmm. It's like Ace wow. like, Dylan. Griffiths will be here as well, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. nasty. He's I, good. No, I saw someone was talking about um, like imagine just everyone, everyone in like all the football recruits, they just dropped everything and came to the Rutgers football team. Like, why not? Like, if you if all these five stars just committed to the Rutgers football team, they could oh, build, they, they could they, they could build the dynasty if they could win a game at home against a good team then sure. they would probably get no, some I mean sure. I mean let let let's look at it this way even if they had all the five star recruits on offense in the world it doesn't matter if they can't stop calling run plays on third down <laughs> valid well yeah. uh, at least at, le- <laughs> at least our uh, new offensive coordinator is very run focused <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sure that'll go better now. <laughs> Yay. And we <laughs> only have... They got a four-star in their own right yesterday as well. They did. They did. I'll give them credit for that. He but was at the game as well. I, I Two commits were at the game, like right and they out, both committed right after, right after yeah. the game. I love having a run-focused offense when we have a 6-8 wide basketball receiver Basketball season. Recruit. Basketball season. Basketball season. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. Why, let's, I, so I'm sorry for bringing up football, but I just thought, thought it would be funny to imagine just all these like five-stars just coming to Rutgers yeah. just out of nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, let's go back to basketball. Um... Very briefly, do we want to talk a little bit about women's basketball? They've been playing well over yeah, the past sure. week. I mean, they have they have very much improved. I said that yeah, they no, would they get three they, Big Ten wins. And yeah, I, I, I'm I'm embarrassed for you that you said that okay. because <laughs> but last year they got like what two or three. Yeah, I was surprised I, I, they even I, got. I, I was at both of those wins. I I projected like six or seven. I and currently both they're of those on pace. I I think like and I think that's the when, the difference. Didn't they just get another player in Herder or whatever? I believe Joe Herder. I, I've seen her. So, yeah. Is she gonna even start playing? I've seen her on the bench, but I, she's yeah, like, she's with sh- them. But she's in street clothes. Will she usually. play though? I have this zero clue. 
I have no clue. They they, a ninth person would, ninth help person would be rotation. huge. It would help. You know, yeah. you, know, you know what would be better would be a 12th person. If they could have 12 players on the team, yeah, but they you don't. Gotta get a, you got to get a couple people. But honestly, they've been, they, ha- they definitely have been playing way better than like we well, thought yeah, they would. It's all, also mm-hmm. Michael scoring like 20 points. Oh, a game. Michael yeah. is unreal. Like, okay, uh, thing one, Michael's been playing really well. She's absolutely the incredible do everything guard that <laughs> so was it, advertised to us. Yeah, it's like or a, was a rella at a young age. Yeah, exactly. She just goes up to the basket, gets whatever shot. She, so, she puts so, up a lot of shots, yeah. though. And, and that was the issue that we had last year, is that... They didn't have that person. We, we didn't have a leading scorer, period. Like, yeah. we obviously had a leading scorer, but we didn't have, like, well, like someone a, far and ahead. Yeah, someone like the star leading scorer. Yeah, and everyone played it in their that. Yeah. Uh, and I think thing number two is you can absolutely see that Coquise Washington is a way better coach than oh. whatever situation was happening last year. So far ahead of a better because coach. Because even love with... Her. Yeah. Well, one, that, and it, also, even with eight players yeah. and... They fight. Yeah, even with eight players who have not been at this level before, they're competing at a For pretty sure. strong level. It's they surprising. do fight. No, it's they surprising. Do, and, and their they defense put it, they is put solid. Fight. Yeah, the defense is solid. Like, they let up 80 points to Maryland yesterday. Maryland is Maryland's a ridiculous a team. They're, they're, like, they're really, really, really good. Nine. They're like number nine. They're, they're like number, number nine. nine. I think they might have risen in this last yeah, week. Yeah, they might have risen, actually. Um, but it's, they, they're playing much better. Oh, they fell, actually, because they did lose to Indiana on the road, which I don't think they should have fell that far, but uh, they, they fell to 11. Um, but mm. even still, Maryland is an elite team, and they have so much height all over the floor, and Rutgers is still doing a pretty good job on the blocks, making they're, sure they were getting rebounds, all they're, that. They're heading out to Michigan. or yeah, They are getting a visit from Michigan. Yeah, getting a visit I, from Michigan. I, I, I have that's going to be a tough game. Yeah. I, Hit I, me, Jake. I have a question about Kayleen Schmeichel. With the way she's been playing, because obviously she's been playing great, is she potentially a WNBA pr- prospect? Well, they stay there right all now. four years, usually. Uh-huh. Usually a lot of the WNBA yeah, prospects stay three to four years at least. They so, finish their degree. So, so if, she can, if she can like continue this level of play throughout her Yeah, they need a rotation records. Mm-hmm. right now because you know she's playing, what, 35 minutes a game? Mm-hmm. She needs a little Which rest. I don't think her playing 35 minutes a game is necessarily bad. It'll, it'll break on you, though, if you're, pl- if you're doing that all the That's time. That's certainly true, but there are some guys on the men's team who she play no break about whatsoever. that. Um, I, I think the bigger issue is that, like... If anybody gets into foul trouble, it severely There's limits screwed. the things. Like and yesterday, and she does foul a lot too. She does, but so even Michael like, yeah, I mean, she she fouled out against Minnesota, I believe. Yeah, and you and can't it wasn't have a problem because it was at the very end. Yeah. But I mean, that that was the issue yesterday. Is that Cassandra Brown picked up three fouls and a tech early in the first oh, half? Gosh. Another Cassandra Brown. Yeah, tech. and 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 at that point. You your situation is a bunch of guards and China Cornwell, and yeah. that's your whole team because right. Cassandra yeah. Brown can't play. And having, it, in the oh, Bahamas, they went down to six at one yeah. point, and they had six, and Lafayette had four points. Yeah, so like, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. And at that point, I think they were down by like six in the mm-hmm. game, and then it just blew them out the water the rest of the game. But you know, you can't if you mm-hmm. had those players and you still yeah. Compete. And and I'll say as well is the way I see it, and this is just how I've been watching this team it feels like there isn't a ton of trust in abby streeter to play significant minutes no. she has to play some significant minutes but it seems she like she doesn't make that many shots it seems anymore. like she is just kind of filling time yeah. a lot of the time uh and i think everyone's is, noticed that 
she's oh. only standing at the three-point line. She's not going to take a jumper. Yeah. Like mid-range. She's not going to take a layup. So if you put mm-hmm. if there's someone there with her the whole time, she's not she doesn't even take contested shots after. Yeah. They have to be relatively open. Yeah, it ends up just being like another physical body to have on the floor to rebound yeah. occasionally, to guard, to to pass. To pass, yeah, as a but like, not shoot. link between things. But yeah, very rarely shoot and yeah, only people from have the caught three-point on. line. She if she's she's making the shot if she's open. Yeah. If you watch her warm up, I've never seen someone make <laughs> more three-point so shots. Funny watching her. Every time you see her warm up, she's in full. Like, she has sweatpants on, a hoodie. She'll make every shot from the three point line. Mm-hmm. But in the game, she might not even put one up. It's yeah. and you can't have, especially because you have eight players. You can't have a player like that. You need. I mean, if you if, if maybe if, maybe if they had twelve players, a player like Abby Streeter would fly. But yeah, but because, if they had more of a rotation, that, but because, that's fine. You yeah. throw a three pointer, and she's going to be open at some point and if it, there's other people scoring the ball. Like if you have if you have eight players, you need all eight players contributing to their fullest. And yeah, yeah you're right. Everyone's got to put up. Some I don't points think every game. definitely lately Abby hasn't contributed much. No, not much. Not much really to the team's success as of late. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think they're clearly on an upward trajectory. We can yeah. at least watch this team, like we, the media covering them, can watch this team for the rest of the season and feel reasonably, like, reasonable that they're playing decently against their level of competition. Yeah. The Big Ten is also ridiculously good this year on the women's yeah. side. There are so many top teams. And they uh, play top teams in the Bahamas. They've played, yeah. they played good teams. They've played a ridiculous level of competition. I mean, Ohio State, Indiana, and Iowa are all top ten right now. Maryland, Michigan... Uh, Illinois are all also ranked in the Big Ten. That's like half the Big Ten, I think I just listed. Yeah, and that and Purdue's twelve and five, not ranked. Yeah, and that doesn't count a couple of other teams that are very solid but not ranked. Uh, so that's uh, th- there's definitely a high level of competition they have to play against, and I obviously. They are not necessarily on that top level, but we can at least see the trajectory that they're on. And I think if they play like this with more players and a more, more consistent rotation, yeah. I think next year. And, and I wonder what the recruiting is going to be like next year. I feel like Coquise could get some people in. She's a I mean, great I, coach. Yeah, that's the thing. It's great like coach. she got Michael and Bates with nothing at all, and yeah, now with Michael and Bates and some other players in yeah. there, like a decent maybe even transfers core. Potentially some transfers as well. I think the recruiting class for next year, I mean, if it's similar to the one this year where they got uh, Cassandra Brown and... Carter. Yes, Kai Carter. That's the other one. And then they got Smike and Bates. Streeter as a grad transfer Streeter as, well. as a grad transfer as well. If they get a similar class in next year, this yeah, is suddenly a, a yeah. very deep... Yeah, decent team, yeah. Solid rotation. Sure. Yeah, and Kayleen Smigel is obviously the freshman that we talk about the most. But yeah. I feel like I feel like Antonia Bates has come into her own lately for sure. Yeah, yeah she's improved. She's definitely she's season. improving a lot. Both freshmen have really for made sure. a lot of improvement. She's, Antonia Bates is becoming what we thought Abby Streeter would be this year, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, Bates mm-hmm. can shoot the three, she can defend. Smigel just came out at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, she's coming off the bench and then, you know, now she's you have to put that player in the starting lineup. She's scoring 20 points right. a game as of mm-hmm. late. I don't know exactly where her total is now, but I think it's you know, she's 17, putting on, yeah, 17, 17 points spent, per game, something like that. Which is, that's pretty good for a freshman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, she, in, in the beginning of the season, she was not adjusting super well. And then, you know, as you go along, she's been, mm-hmm. she's just nasty. You know? Yeah. And that's the, the, the player development yeah, of it's Coach great. Washington. I mean, it's, it's Especially with them playing so much. Like, it's crazy mm-hmm. that she puts up 20. And she puts up a lot of shots a game. She could have more than 20 every game. Mm-hmm. She misses a lot, but, you know, she's mm-hmm. got to find her shots. She's a freshman. She's still and taking all those shots. Also, somebody's got to shoot. Someone's got to shoot. That has been an so issue she's for gonna the miss, team is but... that 
Sidibe can attack the basket, but doesn't do a whole lot else. Um, yeah, it doesn't really have a Bates range. Bates will only shoot occasionally. Streeter doesn't really shoot. No. Uh, Cornwell only really does anything under the basket. Yeah. Smichael does, like, everything. Sm- yeah, <laughs> it, it, where I'm getting at, Carter doesn't really shoot all that much. Yeah, she's uh, a it, it ends up being that Smichael is the one who has to shoot most of the yeah. time. It's, That's it's why either, she gets so much It's either Smichael anywhere on the floor or Sidibe mm-hmm. or Cornwell at the rim. Yeah. And it's confidence, too. Like, she's going to mm-hmm. start making more. And I, you've seen that through the season. Like, yeah. beginning of the year, she was not shooting the three. She would just go inside, you know, maybe put up five, mm-hmm. ten points. And then as you got along, you would see her start shooting in warm-ups from mid-range. And then she'd go out to the three-point line, and now she's putting up threes every game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a huge confidence that she's has over, had throughout the season. It's good to see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. Uh, with that, we've already gotten past 630, but regardless, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, on the other side, we'll have locks of the week here. First locks of the week of spring here on the WRSU crew, so keep it locked. Jake Mystel, Josh Myers. Uh, everyone's on their phone. I guess I'll go first. <laughs> I'm looking at my locks. I got a favorite. I know. I was like, I, I, hey, I think everyone else that, is that ready. Is, I'm on the board here. <laughs> I was like, I... <laughs> I, th- I think I'm the only one ready, so I guess I'll go to the game tonight. We'll probably talk more about it later, but Cowboys at Buccaneers. The Dallas Cowboys favored by three in the final game of the wild card round. Uh, I'm going to take the Buccaneers uh, straight up even, which is plus 122. Uh, my Ooh. reasoning is, okay, reasoning number one. Cowboys haven't played especially well on the road this season. They lost against the Buccaneers to start out the season. They got absolutely blown out. Um, oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, I forgot 19, about 19, that. 3, they did nothing. Um, I forgot that happened. And the Cowboys have had some bad weeks lately. They lost to the Commanders in a game that did still kind of matter. They lost to the Jaguars on the road, which the Jaguars have played very well as of late. But it they feels like... The Texans like, game, very close mm, as well. Yeah, it, it feels like... Uh, most of what they've done is feasted on bad teams and backups as of late. Yeah. They had backups against Eagles and Titans that they were able to win. Texans was close. They played against the Colts. Uh, they beat the Giants, but that was like their last real decent win, and that was, what, week 10? So that's reason number one. Uh, obviously, the Buccaneers haven't played well either as of late. Yeah. But I mean, they have a losing record. They do have a losing record, <laughs> and they've lost a lot of games. But you have to remember, you can never count out Touchdown Tom. I'm so counting out Touchdown Tom. I, I'm never counting out Touchdown Tom. <laughs> so I'm taking the Buccaneers plus 122. I don't think the Cowboys are that good. And on the road in a weird game like this, I can imagine them getting upset. So Buccaneers, yeah. Um, All right, Josh, you want to go? Oh, next? yeah, I'll follow. Yeah. I'll also, I guess you stole my bet, but I, I'll combine Hound. it. I'll, <laughs> I'll combine it into a, uh, a parley of, of just two. Like you can, that's a you can do a parley of two, I right? I think so. Okay, I don't know betting. I've said it a lot on this. On this, no, no on one's curl. stopping you. I mean, we're kind of just riffing <laughs> yeah, here. No, you could you, you could say I don't that know you betting. Think that Caleb McConnell's gonna score an Olympico, and we'll just <laughs> sit here and watch. <laughs> Uh, all yeah, right. that's a karm. You know <laughs> that's, a karm uh, that's a callback. <laughs> yeah. Now, nah, okay, I'm gonna go Buccaneers uh, win over the Cowboys. Like you're, you're right. I feel like this is just a strange game where, where the Buccaneers honestly haven't been good at, at all this year. But it's like depending against the Cowboys, and I feel like the home environment is gonna be huge. And it's Tom Brady too. I mean, you can't count out Tom Brady in these huge moments. Uh, so I'm gonna go Buccaneers, and then I'm gonna add it with um, Chris God. Chris Godwin's gonna. Uh, have over 65.5 receiving yards. I'm, I think it's going to be a big uh, 
Chris Godwin day. He's play, He might get over 100 yards. Don't be surprised. So, zero. We'll <laughs> get zero. Tears his ACL on the first play of the game. Oh, that'd be bad. But uh, yeah, that's my that's my luck of the week. I think that's solid. Although I will say, it seems like Mike Evans has been the well. I mean, he definitely was the preferred target uh, last week or the week before. Got, it was Godwin's... the week before that he put up like a million yards. Yeah, but... he did. Godwin's a short yardage guy. I could see him getting like seven catches for like. Yeah, because Evans is Diggs is going to be on Evans, even though Diggs is probably going to let up a big touchdown tonight. That's oh, not yeah. my lock, but that that's probably going to happen. <laughs> I, I I can see what you mean. My, one of my roommates is a Cowboys fan, and every time there's a long ball down the field, I'm like, who's covering him? And then it's <laughs> Diggs every time. He's like, I hate this guy. <laughs> every time he hates him. And it's always Diggs. It's never not Diggs. It is, it it's, is if it's a number one receiver <laughs> catching the ball, it's always Diggs letting him with like 20 yards of separation there. Every time. All right. Uh, well, what's your what's your pick? I guess I'll go with – there is UFC pay-per-view this weekend, and I always do my locks on UFC just because I'm good at them. I would keep the win going. And, you know, it's in Brazil. We have a whole basically card of every fight featuring a Brazilian fighter. So, you know, big times out there in I guess that's Rio. not that weird. But No, it, well, sometimes – so usually there's one fight of two people who just get thrown in there, but every fighter is from Brazil. Yeah. The championship I mean, just fighters – Just in general, it's like I feel like it makes sense that they can find that many Brazilian fighters. Oh, there's a lot of Brazilian fighters. Cause, but cause, yeah, because that's where the – I don't know if my – my lock won't be the championships because I – they're neck and neck this time. But the I'll just go over them a little bit. Glover Teixeira versus Jamal Hill for the interim light heavyweight title. As uh, last year in December in the final pay-per-view, it ended being a majority draw for the light heavyweight championship. So it was still vacant. It's been vacant for about a month and a half now after Yuri Prochaska dropped it due to injury. So Glover, the former light heavyweight title holder, is going up against the young buck in Jamal Hill. Then in the other championship match on the card, it's Davison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. For the fourth time, first match was a draw. Second fight, Brandon Moreno won. And last fight, Davison Figueredo won. Now they're going at it for most likely the last time to finally get the edge over one another. And my lock will actually be Jessica Andraz versus Lauren Murphy. She's a heavy favorite. She's moving back up to flyweight. She wants that title versus Valentina Shevchenko. So I'll go with Jessica Andraz in this fight. This guy, this guy's picking a minus five hundred on <laughs> on locks of the week. Yes. Yeah, but it is UFC. She could get starched. <laughs> it's possible. I'm, I'm not saying it's impossible, that's but the, still, that's the, that's the crazy thing about it. I would bet on Jessica Andrade, and she'd get knocked out in the first round. Uh, UFC is great, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I love it. Jake, round us out. All right. Well, I hate to be boring, but I I was originally going considering going with something odd like tennis. For my lock of the week, but I just know football a little bit better. So. I, should, I should have done League of Legends <laughs> if everyone else is going to do football. <laughs> you know what? You know what? One of these days, you are going to have to do a League of Legends lock. Oh, I will. I will. And it's sooner <laughs> no, than won't. you think. It um, will be. I just know football a tad bit better. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. I mean, so, so this is going to be in two parts. First of all, I'm picking the Cowboys to win. I don't think I really need to explain why I'm counting out touchdown Tom. He has been awful this season throwing the football. The Buccaneers have had a pretty anemic offense overall. Aside from fourth quarter shenanigans against their division rivals with Mike Evans. Oh my God, he's a great receiver. I never would have guessed. And 
they're also going up against a really stout Cowboys pass rush, which is going to wreck an already injured Buccaneers offensive line. It's not going to be pretty. Tom Brady does not do well against the rush in the postseason, and this is not going to be any different. The second part of this is the over-under. Over-under is 45 and a half points. I'm going to be honest here. I think we'll be lucky to see this game get to 40 points total. I, I disagree. I agree with that, I actually, actually. I actually disagree. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Just because just Gardner Minshew, the Eagles, Eagles backup, put up, what, 37 points? I don't, okay, but he's close also to 40 playing points. in the number one offensive system in the entire league. But he I, has Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders, and Dallas Goddard. Right, okay, That's a I, really good offense. All right, and Tom Brady is Tom Brady, and he also has Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette, Rashad White, Chris They're Godwin, Julio Jones. May I go on? I, I do see oh, where yes. you're coming from, I'm... but I will also say that I, I look at this game intellectually and I say the Buccaneers' defense has won most of their games, and Dallas, their defense has not necessarily won most of their games, but like think of how many times Tag Prescott has been intercepted lately. Oh, he tied um, for he's tied for the most in the league. Yeah, with and Davis he, Mills. He has not played all the <laughs> yeah, games. Yeah, and they're season. bad. That's, that's, that's they are, where I'm five games from he missed. Yeah. He missed five yeah. games and just through fifteen yeah. picks. And, that, and, and they're so, bad picks. They're not like they're not mm-hmm. like close. And the, I guess that's potentially a reason for there to be more points. But at the same time, I oh, can yeah. see this game being like horribly boring. No, like, I'm, I'm like thinking I'm gets... thinking like 17, 14, well, 20 was, to 17, thinking, something like well, that. Well, I mean, that's I was fair. looking at the game earlier this season that was like 19-3, and I feel like that's a possibility where one of the teams just gets totally yeah, blown out, stuffed the entire time, and the other team just gets like enough field goals up to win. Uh, I definitely think... see where you're coming from, Josh. No, but... I, I see where I'm coming from too, obviously, because I said it. But... <laughs> 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 I would certainly hope you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I would hope that you, I'm glad you have conviction in your opinion. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be over 50 points combined. So I, I I think that's high-scoring, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's the over, so. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's high-scoring. 29-23, Cow- uh, Buccaneers win. Cowboys lose. Um, I would love to also stuff this in the face of, of Jack Basea. And um, also Jackson. It would be pretty funny. Also Jackson Delulo. Delu- I know he's a Cowboys fan, too. So that would be funny. It, it would be a little funny if the Giants and Eagles made the divisional round and the Cowboys did not yeah. after this. I mean, season. it doesn't really <laughs> ma- it doesn't really matter ball. whether the Cowboys make the divisional I round mean, the or first, not the because they're still not going to make it past the second round. No, <laughs> the the, fir- the first one out is the Commanders. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Sorry, Joe Henry. I, hey, we, he we can't be with us here, here today. Yeah, so he, he, he was like, I'm, I'm driving up from Virginia today, uh, and I got caught in traffic, and I was like, this is why. I drove up yesterday because I knew the traffic would be this yeah, bad. Shout out to my mom. She drove me back. I don't have a car, so she drove me back. So a shout out, shout out to my mom. <laughs> shout out to Josh's Sh- mom. Shout, shout out to me, myself, and I for getting me 15 minutes here. I, from Jake, my house. I still, you are him. I, I drove an hour up him. to Maryland yesterday and another oh. three and a half up here after the game. And now I'm here having a wonderful time. Anyways, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to go to uh, Can't We Just Talk. We'll find out what we can just talk about after this. Can't We Just Talk talk here on the WRSU crew. Dennis Geisler, Christian Vasquez, Jake Meistel, Josh Myers, Guys, uh, I want to hear. It is our first crew of spring. 
Uh, what were you guys up to over the past month? I just got back from break. Cancun. Oh, you were? Yeah. Yes, I was in Cancun. Yeah. Is and that where you got that hat? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, I did that's get the a sick hat. hat. He's wearing like a lizard hat. It says Maya del nice. Carmen. I guess that's, I don't know Spanish. I don't know me- it's right, a, Spanish, right? It's just like Carmen Beach. Yeah, it's a beach. That's what. Oh, Playa. I thought it said Maya. <laughs> See, I don't, know st- I don't know Spanish. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty I, I can't so. read. You're, you're in Cancun. You're not Playa Kingsbury. <laughs> yeah, I was in Cancun with Cliff <laughs> Kingsbury. Golfing. Golfing. We both got our flights canceled by the FAA. We were, I was there. I was in the airport that oh, day. Oh, was it Was it that day? That day That's I was so flying out. funny. And we get to the airport. They just said, oh, yeah, flights delayed once and then flight again. I had said when I, when I woke up and saw all this FAA stuff, I was like, we're not flying out today and everyone else i was with they were all like oh yeah we're no no no, we'll go out and i was sitting there i was like we're going to this airport for nothing we're not getting out of here today and then we're sitting there it gets delayed delayed and then canceled and they were like oh and then but united had to put us up in a hotel for a night which there's no bad hotel in like cancun so you got put up in a nice hotel it was so annoying having to go back the next day it was the worst but Mm -hmm. the trip beforehand was the Mm -hmm. trip beforehand was great I mean, Cancun's a nice place. It is very nice. It's it was this is like their winter, so it was like eighty five, like ninety around there. So not like overly hot. So I, that's why I prefer. That's that's still pretty warm. But yeah, like, it's, still, it's not. But like it's not like they're. Yeah, it's not anything, like hundred eighty yeah. degrees in the winter time. A couple in the summertime rather. A couple of years ago, I went to Cancun. It's very nice there. It is very very nice. very nice. I went to this resort. Very beautiful, like beaches, like, yeah, like beaches really anything nice. you would want in a resort. It was oh, a great yeah, time for so. sure. It's nice over there. We like did the tourist stuff i had never been there before my, you, uh, my mother's been there before as did well. you have um swim up bars oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. those are cool i yeah, mean i I, I, I was i was like 15 so i only had like those like those fake pina coladas like which were still really Phony good pina coladas, yeah they are still very They're good because it's, actual, it's actual pineapple juice yeah okay nice it's not like they use like the concentrate stuff that they have yeah, in yeah, the united yeah. states true it's but actual pineapple juice e- but it is nice down there even if it's not alcoholic those are some good pina coladas yeah everyone knows how to make them down there and i went to to cenote it's like one of those like freshwater like holes just there's it's super clear you could see it you could just open your eyes like right in there you just jump right in like 10 feet up that was cool it was very nice over here we spent like two hours there There there's like fish coming up to you and stuff it's super nice and then i walked around and there was an alligator in the water i was like that's great of course, there's an alligator just sitting here looking at everyone swimming right the now. Guy's just hanging out. They're just hanging That's out. That's a headline waiting to happen. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw it, and then we told it. Well, it's it's a headline waiting to happen if you're in Florida. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, in Florida, Florida man. It happens to wrestles the with the alligator for five hours. <laughs> Florida man, Florida man wrestles with alligator for five hours. That's it because he's trying up. to get the fish. The alligator. You wants. could look up for your birth. If you look up Florida man on oh, and your birthday, right. something will come up. I I, I did this right once. I did this once, and I think I'm gonna do that. Now I think it was there. something about like a man walking in a hurricane. I don't know. I haven't I, done it recently. I think mine is uh, a guy who <laughs> I, I have to I have to get this one correct. So he was in some kind of situation where he locked himself like into his house. And was like fighting everyone to keep them out, and also blasting Coldplay. I think for some reason, it was something along those lines, which is very strange. Mine is Florida man dressed as Fred Flintstone pulled over for speeding. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, okay, I got it. I got it. <laughs> he was in one of those cars one. where he has I to got walk. One. I got, I got <laughs> one. On I got one from uh, 2019. The Associated Press. This is Florida man, October 10th. Florida man accused of forcing small alligator to drink beer. 
awesome. Oh god, I don't even know. I can can see that picture that in my head. That would be so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I searched the same thing up, but I don't know if I want to like say these on air, honestly. (laughs) But you got a couple headlines though. I got a couple headlines. I'm trying to look for like a a PG one. (laughs) I don't know if this. uh, That's January six. Oh, that was January six, twenty twenty. That's not. I'm not reading that one. (laughs) Um. Florida man spends 41 days in jail for heroin. Turns out to be detergent. <laughs> detergent? <laughs> How do you mess that up? That awesome. was that was like the most like PG one I could think, but I don't even know if that was PG. I don't even know. But who knows? Who I knows? I think detergent's pretty PG. Yeah, that part that that's PG. But it the, is the other part clean. wasn't. It, that, but there wasn't actually heroin, so it's fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's true. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what did Josh, you do, you do anything? For, oh, I. Since He's you brought g- it in. I did oh. bring it in. I wanted to know about other people. <laughs> I, I guess I'll go. I I, <laughs> I went home, obviously, because yeah. that's where I drove up from yesterday. Uh, I also took a trip out to the West Coast. I visited Seattle. and oh, yeah? Yeah, nice. uh, which was great. I was in Seattle when they clinched a playoff berth. Oh. Um, no, I think the, the, the Seattle Seahawks did not... Ha, have not lost when I'm in the city of Seattle. They're one and zero. One and zero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then after why, that, why don't you just move to Seattle? That's then? a good point. <laughs> then they'll never lose again. That is how the math works. You're right. <laughs> um, so that was really cool. I got to see all the cool stuff in Seattle. Uh, then I went down to Los Angeles. I was I, I got there the day of the um, CFP National Championship, oh. which is pretty funny. Uh, there were a lot that of blowout. They, they, yeah, that was so bad. The routing. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, that was really bad. Um, I should have bet on that. I, you can't bet in Mexico, and I was thinking the whole time I was funny. like, I, I want to hammer that's down funny. Stetson Bennett two touchdowns and a Max Duggan <laughs> rushing touchdown, and for Georgia to win by like twenty plus, and I couldn't put it down. And then guess what? They sixty-five to seven. Stetson Bennett <laughs> first two touchdowns were two rushing touchdowns, mm-hmm. and Duggan rushed in the second one. That's the only funny. touchdown. How much would you have won? Oh, you probably would have won a probably lot if you're, lot put, if you're putting that. them That's to so win by, like, 40 points or something like that. Mm-hmm. And also, Stetson Bennett rushing two touchdowns. It's probably at least plus 1,200 at that mm-hmm. point. Did you guys see that crazy stat that, like, Stetson Bennett is older than Jalen Hurts? A lot of people. He's, he's like older than, like, a quarter Justin of, Herbert. like, starting quarterbacks ha- in the NFL right half now. Half of the ones in the, probably the playoffs. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's older than He's older than, like, than like a quarter of NFL starting quarterbacks, and he's not going to be an NFL starting quarterback is the thing. I saw these funny memes of like like um it was Stetson Bennett he was working he was doing work for um this like fast food restaurant yeah raising canes <laughs> yeah raising canes and people were like oh that's his next job <laughs> after after college yeah, he was a mailman though before <laughs> he was a mailman hey you know yeah. what you know what being a mailman it honestly is, is, is way I think more during important college he was a mailman mm-hmm. th- th- that that's a way more honorable job than playing football if you ask me <laughs> i would agree with you there you get chased by dogs I mean, that's, yeah, it's chased crazy dogs. job. You, it's like an, I have uh, never seen a mailman chased <laughs> yeah, by a dog. Yeah, I, I've never seen that either. <laughs> Only in, like, family They're very dogs. fit. Any, they any, walking, any like, 10,000 steps a day, at least. <laughs> any mailman, call in right now, 732-932-8800. Tell us <laughs> if you get chased by dogs on the regular. We or or, or mail woman. That's true. Yeah, mail people. Mail people. Yep. Uh, <laughs> people. Oh, but, man. yeah, the... the, the <laughs> that was the end of my story. I went to Seattle. I went to LA. It was both. The, both of them were really nice. Uh, and then I came nice back okay. here, and it was cold. 
And so, and I, I was very in cold. LA when and it was raining it a bunch, and there were huge puddles, and it was like not that warm. And even still, it's way colder in here. Seattle? Doesn't it rain all the time? There? Well, it rains all the time in Seattle, yeah. and so it was like rainy and wet all the time there. But LA was rainy when I got there. Oh, it was it really well, they raining rain. in LA. They yeah, need no, some it was, rain. It was raining a lot in LA. There were like huge puddles, and they don't have drainage because it's LA. Yeah. But there were like huge puddles everywhere. Um, they need to. You, you made it rain mm-hmm. when you went to LA. Apparently, like yeah. the rain. Even though it was raining before I got there, and also <laughs> raining all over California. Um, huh. And it never rains in Southern California. Yeah, apparently. exactly. So well, that's it's a miracle. <laughs> that 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 was my. Dennis break. brought the miracle. I did. Uh Josh, what'd you do? Um. <laughs> so my birthday is in. Uh, two weeks from today, yeah, January thirtieth. So um, I'm not gonna be home since then because obviously the semester's starting tomorrow. So um, my uh family and I we went to an amazing escape room to celebrate my birthday because we, we were gonna do it last year, but uh, it got snowed out where I where I live, so um, we couldn't, and I had to get my money back. Um, well, at least you got your money back. Yeah, we got we got we got our money back, so that was good. But this year we actually went, and um, unfortunately we didn't pass. Those rooms are so much fun though. Like I feel you like didn't beat it. We didn't beat it, no. But I feel like those rooms are so much fun, and the time goes by like so fast. It's like, like, like you're on one clue, and then like 20 minutes later, it's like, oh no, like I haven't solved this clue, this clue yet. So, uh, it was a struggle. We didn't get, we didn't get by it. But those are definitely fun. I want to go back for sure. Yeah, they are fun. There's one at Menlo Mall or Woodbridge Mall. One of the two. Is it near here? Yeah, Woodridge Mall. Is what, what, I, I know there. I know there's like a, an escape room thing over at like Brunswick Square Mall. Not like I, a big yeah, one, I wouldn't though. be surprised. Not it's not like a big one though. It's not like one of those ones. Yeah, where they're they not have, huge. Like, you like just gotta have. You just have to have places. at least like a room this size that you could do. Maybe like an extra room. If yeah, there's usually. Like an extra room. Yeah, I feel like this plus like Studio B is like a decent. Dis- that's, a yeah, decent that's like space. A decent, you could make a escape room. Yeah, if you really want. And I'm to. glad everyone at home knows what we're talking about. <laughs> Just picture a regular room. Just, just, just picture a room of a decent size. Just, just, picture, then have, just picture a square room. <laughs> yeah. just, just imagine the room that you're in right now. <laughs> like if you're, if, works. if you are a first timer going to an amazing escape room, like you think you just have to, you think you just have to get out of one room, right? No. Then there's there's but then there's like, room. there's like at least and one other room you have to get out room. of, and then you have to use, then you have to use the clues you found in the first room to get to get past the second room. It's like, it's like a whole thing. Like it's pretty hard. It's definitely a hard thing, oh, yeah, and definitely if the, you gotta have the right people with you. You have to have the right people. We only had we only had five people, so I you can usually have ten people. So it's definitely better. Ten have, people. Yeah, it's it's better. That's it a big room. I did it with nine. That's so. It's we better beat to it. have more yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, I I have some that like the, everyone that I've been to is like. It, not necessarily like exactly person locked, but yeah. like kind of close. Where it's like, okay, you can have like up to six in this room. Yeah, and some are, if yeah, it's yeah. more than that, then it's gonna be really uncomfortable. Uh, and then some. <laughs> I, I haven't been in any with like that are supposed to have like ten or more or anything, yeah. but that, that that's gotta be a much bigger no, room. I've, if you I've never like 10 been the people. one that big. Feels like too many people. No, <laughs> yeah, I've done but, it with nine, but I think the cap was like ten or twelve. But it was a big room. I think it had three. And just kept going and going and going, mm-hmm. and then you would have to go all the way to the front. Like mm-hmm. one room was like pitch black that you had to go into. Oh, that's so bad. We were like under beds and stuff like that, looking around. Also, we probably didn't even need to look for clues under there. We just looked in every single possible funny. place, even though it was right in front of you half of the time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what we, it's fun. All right, Escape Jake. rooms are great if you're an overthinker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you're never gonna. Jake, what'd you do? What did I do over winter break? Oh man, you got you, did, did you really have to throw it to me with yeah. uh, thirty seconds left before the top of the hour hurry, when hurry. I have absolutely when I have words. absolutely nothing interesting to tell you from my winter break <laughs> other than I went down to Pennsylvania to see my friends for a couple of days. That, That's fun. That was really it. It was nice to see them. It's I hadn't going seen to a them. different state. I hadn't seen one of them in person since like high school, so that was nice. 
That's pretty cool. Well, I, I guess that's time for our break then. <laughs> Top of the hour. Hey. Uh, we'll come back on the other side. Uh, we'll probably talk some NFL for... <laughs> 